What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. MLB season is finally here, and Sean and I have you covered with a full MLB preview. We went all the way around the league, picked one through five in each division. Follow us on Twitter at Sorry Sports, on Instagram, Sorry underscore Sports. Check out the website, SorrySports.com. Email us if you have anything to say, SorrySports at Yahoo.com. We'll be back next week with a bunch more sports. We got... We're in full effect now. We have pretty much every single sport to talk about. So enjoy the pod, and we'll talk to you soon. MLB preview. It's our fourth year doing this, man. Does it feel like that? I was just about to say the same thing. Uh, feels like yesterday when we started the pod. Started it in February, I believe, so it was right before MLB season. Uh, we put, MLB preview was probably one of our first pods. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is a great way to start off the season because it really gets me locked in every year because I'm in college basketball mode at this time and you know, NBA mode, so it's a great way to get me excited for the season. Me too, man, and, and it's weird this year for me because, I mean, baseball has always been my favorite sport, and, like, I'm counting down the days to when the Yanks open up, and uh, usually has to do with the fact that my pro basketball team sucks so much, so this kind of creeped up on me with the Nets being as good as they are, but I I am still over the moon excited. Well, between that uh, and just not hearing about it every day on the radio like you used to and all that stuff, I mean, you know, being up here, they're talking about it when it gets close to time every single day on both both the major sports radio stations down there. You probably don't hear a peep. No, no, you don't. I still listen to the uh, I still listen to some of the New York shows uh, when I can. But yeah, it's definitely not the same down here. But anyway, uh, I can't wait to do this with you, man. Um, twenty twenty one baseball season. It's not sixty games, and it's uh, it's fucking great. Thankfully, so we have a full slate of games this year, which is exciting. Um, it'll be interesting to see how teams deal with injuries. The better teams went for depth, including the Yankees, which we'll talk about more towards the end of the pod, because we're going to start off with the NL and start off with the NL East. Um, I think we usually go 5-1, to one. so you want to start us off, Sean, with your number 5 team? Happy to do it, man, and this is by far the most loaded division in baseball. It's not even close. Um, this is a division that even with expanded playoffs... Um, Last year, I mean, you could have made a case if they played 162, three or four of these teams would have been deserving of playoff seats. But I'm going to have the Miami Marlins at five. I know that they went into Wrigley Field last year and won two playoff games and then lost to the Braves. But I still, looking at the totality of this division, think they're the worst one. They're going to sneak up on teams. They're going to win games. Sixto Sanchez is going to emerge as one of the top starters, I think, in young pitchers in baseball. I still don't think they're as talented as the other four, so I'm going to have the Miami Marlins finishing last. Same page here. You stole my guy, Sixto. I think he might make an all-star team this year. I think he's going to be – he is an electric pitcher, and I think a lot of people are going to take notice. Um, and like you said, I'm aware that they made the playoffs last year, but in a 162-game season, 
Uh, I don't think that will repeat itself. And they have a ton of prospects, but they're not ready to go. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I know they have Starling Marte down there, but they don't have much else offensively besides that. So I think they are going to be the worst team in the NL East and one of the worst teams in baseball, in my opinion. Yeah, and that might just happen because they're going to lose a lot of in-division games. Yeah, absolutely. Where they're other, other bad. Yeah, other bad teams won't play as many bad, as many great teams in their division. And let's keep in mind too, even though they made the playoffs and it was a great story last year, they played sixty games. That that reeked of a team that if as the season went on in a regular season. And did they even uh, play sixty? Because they had that big COVID thing. That's true. I think that they played about as close to it as possible because they had to. They went off winning percentage last year to determine who made it. Um, so I think they played at least close to 60, but you're right. They may not have gotten all 60 in. But anyway, that, they seemed like a team that if they were to play a 162-game season, they would have been that great story in the first half of the season and kind of waned off as, the, as we went into July and August. Absolutely. Number four team for me, I am going to say the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm right there with you. Tell me why. Their pitching, aside from Nola and possibly Wheeler, if he can stay healthy, is terrible, honestly. I mean, I know they got Velasquez there, but they don't know if he's a bullpen guy. He gets hurt a ton. Aside from that, they really don't have much pitching. I know Arietta didn't have a lot left in the tank, but he's gone anyways. Um, I honestly don't really know any other talented pitchers on their staff, and unfortunately, I think either Girardi or their GM gets canned after the season, maybe both, because they are... By the way, Bryce Harper might be the most overrated baseball player ever, but they are wasting Real Muto and Harper. Yeah, this team re-signed Real Muto to a huge five-year deal this offseason. They brought back Didi as well to play short. But you're right, man. This team's pitching in the, both the, reg- the rotation and in the bullpen is suspect to say the least. It, it's just bad, honestly, outside of NOLA. And this team has enough talent to win its fair share of games simply because that lineup should put a lot of opposing pitchers into an early exit in, in their outings. But if your if your pitching isn't isn't good enough to win three out of every five games, you're not a playoff team. Yeah, and I mean they don't really have as scary of a lineup as some of the better teams even in their division, much less the MLB. Their lineup really takes a drop after the fifth hitter. Yeah, it does, and they're yeah they're very top heavy. And you're right about Harper, by the way. I completely agree with you, and we've kind of talked about that over the last few years. Oh, at at nauseum, we've talked about it. That the Nationals not signing him looks better and better every year, especially with the trajectory that uh, Juan Soto is on. And speaking of Juan Soto, coming in at number three, I have the Washington Nationals. Um, I like the signings they made this year. Schwarber in a one-year show-me deal. I think he's going to hit a lot of homers there. And then Josh Bell stealing him from Pittsburgh. Uh, he's going to hit a shit ton of home runs. And they're going to be in a lot of games because of their pitching. They are, and that's why I have them coming in second in this division. I have the New York Mets finishing third. And I know the Mets got Francisco Lindor. Uh, who's going to make a huge impact. By the way, that lineup is going to mash for the Mets. I have no doubt about that, but I'll let you talk about the Mets in a second. I, I have the Nationals, honestly, uh, too, because I do think some of those those, per, those guys that they brought in, who you mentioned, Schwarber, Bell, they also brought in John Lester, who I know doesn't have a lot left in the tank, but might pitch well enough on a one-year deal. They've got Corbin, and they've got Strasburg, and they've got Scherzer. I, I, I like the upgrade for them. 
They, I felt, came off of a World Series hangover last year playing those 60 games. None of those guys really got ramped up. I like this team a little bit more than you. Yeah, number two, Roland, and I have the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. I can't believe you're doing this. I, I can, actually. I can't <laughs> believe you're doing this. I'm, I'm a closet, I'm a closet semi-Mets fan, baby, and... Listen, they have a very good lineup. They have the reigning MVP in the NL, and they have a future MVP in Acuna. You know how I feel about him. I think he's better than Judge. I would trade the world for him. There's only a few players I wouldn't give up for him. Um, And listen, I know they have Ian Anderson coming up, and they have a halfway decent starting staff. i got to see what Charlie Morton has left in the tank. Um, before I go ahead and crown them the division winners again, because I think their pitching staff, unless Ian Anderson can be what he's projected to be this year, which is possibly a rookie of the year, he's top five in the projections. He's not my rookie of the year. Um, I don't think they have enough pitching to do it, and their bullpen is literally trash. Yeah, but the bullpen market this year, you just have to weather the storm for the first half of the season, and then there's going to be guys like they have the last few years. I mean, let's not forget the 2019 Nationals had the statistically worst bullpen, and then they brought in a few guys, and they ended up winning the World Series in large part because that bullpen got better. But I just think the Braves are the most talented team in this division because of your boy Acuna. They got Albies. They brought back Ozuna. I think this team is really locked and loaded. They've they made the NLCS last year. Uh, I I don't know why, because I, I when we get to the Mets right now, I just don't know why you think that the Mets are so much better, or maybe not so much better, but why you think they're better because their their pitching questions are very loud too. Their bullpen questions are very loud, but much like you said, there's a lot of moves to be made, and I think the Mets don't give a fuck anymore, and they're going to open up the purse strings, make a lot of moves to share up that bullpen, and their lineup is more dangerous than this Braves lineup, straight up. This One through is, eight. Yeah, this is by far the best lineup they've trotted out in a really long time, and Lindor, the Lindor factor is legit. I'd say probably the third best lineup in baseball. I mean, and the Mets made a lot of really good moves this year. Albert Almora is a massive upgrade in center field, even to come off the bench or, or fill in for Dominique Smith or whatever, depending on if him or Nimmo start. Both of them can start. You got Jonathan VR. These are the low-profile guys that I'm naming. I think Dom, Dom Smith's going to make an all-star team this year. And and not to mention you have the, the big polar bear over there, Pete Alonzo, who's got a lot more protection around him. James McCann, who made an all-star team two years ago, who I think is going to make another all-star team this year, and Francisco Lindor. And I think they really shored up their pitching staff. I think Walker's going to be good this year. Syndergaard's probably going to be back midseason. Carrasco's got a little bit of an injury going on right now, but he'll be fine, I think. And then you have the big guy at the end. Not to mention Joey Lucchesi from San Diego, because San Diego is very rich in pitching this year. And yeah, and I forgot to mention my one guy, my favorite player in baseball, Strosho. <laughs> yeah, Strosho. He's, he's back after opting out last year. This is what I've learned from the Mets, because I may not have been selling them as highly as you have over the last few years when we've done these predictions, but I have always given them maybe a little bit more credit. I need to see them and some of these moves actually manifest because they are the kings of the offseason optimism where you say, hey, if this guy works and this guy is really good and we bring this guy in and he should play really well. And then halfway, three quarters through the season, they're either not playing or they're not playing well. 
and things haven't worked out the way that they would on paper. The Atlanta Braves have worked out on paper over the last few years, and they're knocking on the door as one of the best teams in baseball. That's why I have the Braves ahead of the Mets. I just need to see it from the Mets. All the things that you said are very, very legitimate. I just need to see it actually happen with all of those question marks coming to fruition where I feel like the Braves are more positioned to be the best team in the division. I absolutely hear you, and as we go further in the pod, you are going to see that I'm all in on the Mets this year. Holy shit! All right. Well, I, I'm 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 happy that you're stepping out on the limb. And I think really... the Nationals. I think the Nationals are going to fall off. I, I I I like Bell and Schwarber, but again, they remind me of Philly, where the bottom of that lineup just really falls off. Yeah, and they bring Zimmerman back, and what okay. is he really anymore? Exactly. 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 Yeah. All right. So we have a little disagreement there, but I, I like the fact that you are. Hey, you're doing. You know I'm not the true guy to call you a fraud with my fraud fandom, but boy, you being this high on the Mets as a diehard Yankee fan is crossing a little bit of uh, dangerous territory. Oh, fuck uh, off! It's not like I'm picking the Red Sox here. The Mets are always <laughs> going to be baby brother, uh, but they're and they're. I'm not picking them to win the World Series, but I think they're going to be a lot better this year. And I think Lindor uh, makes a true impact as a winning player. Of course he does, and let's see if that extension gets figured out. And I just wasn't sure, man, when you said, hey, you're going to see how high I am on the Mets. I didn't know how far you were going there. Well, it's not a World Series pick, everybody. Settle down. (laughs) All right. Um, You buried the lead there. Nice. Let's go to the Central. Um, Start with your worst team in this division. Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, They are just... I guess the word is talent barren. Um, They have a lot of young guys, but none of them are close to ready. Uh, For me, I wrote down, let's see what they have. And they have a a very good young player at third base coming up this year. I believe he's starting with the team this year at third base, Cabrian Hayes. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to keep an eye on him. Yeah, Cabrian Hayes is the only real reason to watch this team. What do they have? They have very little. I mean, their best starter last year and over the last two years really was Trevor Trevor Williams went healthy, and, and he he moved on to the Cubs for nothing, and they traded Jamison Tyon. They traded Josh Bell. They're in fire sale mode, and this team's just, this team's just a really bad baseball team. Absolutely. Number four for me, I'm assuming you had the Pirates number five as well, just by the way you yep. talked about them. Number four for me, I have the Chicago Cubs, and the main reason is because I do feel that Chris Bryant before the end of the season will be traded. They also offered Rizzo a deal, and they are way off on that. This team can hit, even with Bryant being off the roster. I think Ian Happ's going to have a a huge year. Obviously, Baez is going to be there, probably a top-five MVP candidate, and Rizzo's still going to be on the team. But with that being said... I mean, I know they get Arietta back, but he had barely anything left in the tank in Philly. And I, who else is there pitching? Because um, the lefty, what's well, his name? Well, they still got Hendricks, and they've, okay, they've Hendricks still got done Trevor too. Williams that they brought him in. Trevor Williams might be their best pitcher by the end of the year. I think that they're, this team is going to lose a lot of games, you know, 11-8. to eight. Yeah, Very, very possible. I, I, I don't have them finishing fourth. Um, but I agree with what you said. I have them finishing third because of their suspect pitching. I have the Milwaukee Brewers finishing fourth. I don't I think, think you could flip flop those two because their pitching is terrible too. Behind, um, I mean, they have Hader and they have um, their main pitcher. What's his they have face? Woodruff. Woodruff. Yeah, Brandon Woodruff. Who, by yeah, the way, Brandon... is coming off Tommy John, right? Yeah, he he's again he's your best pitcher. I like Brandon Woodruff and props to him, but. 
that that's that's not a guy you want anchoring your rotation. And I know Yelich is amazing. They brought in JBJ, but the rest of that lineup's not good. They missed their window. Okay. Yeah, he opted out last year. What is he really now? I mean, I I just look around this roster. I'm like, they're just not really good. I mean, 2018 was their was their real chance, and yep. they they didn't hit it. And yeah, Yelich will pull it up put up his numbers but they're just not a good baseball team you can flip-flop them forever i don't need to go on down the line no we're talking about two teams here that aren't probably aren't going to make the playoffs yeah so for you you have three cubbies um and then number two for the both of us i believe we have the cincinnati reds yes sir I think this team is going to make a run at the wild card just based off of their their lineup and their bullpen. They have a really, really solid bullpen with Lorenzen, former St. John's basketball star, Amir Garrett, um, and a few other guys. And then their their lineup is is very good as well. They got one out and got Cassianos last year. They got the um, what's his name Shogu Akiyama. He he can play. Let me tell you. He, I think he I believe he's a left fielder. He can play. Um, Akuno. He can absolutely hit bombs. I don't know if you remember him coming up two years ago. He averaged yeah, he like a home run and... every three at-bats, and the rest were strikeouts, and obviously Vado's there too, Suarez. Um, I, I think this team's going to be in the running for that second wild card spot. Yeah, let's not forget about their pitching. When healthy is still great. I know Sonny's dealing with an injury right now, but he's if he's healthy, he's he put up two awesome seasons out, out in Cincinnati. Still got Luis Castillo. They lose Bauer, but hey, it happens. This team is just better than those other than those other two teams. So there's or other three teams rather. So there's really no reason to to put them anything less than second. Yeah, no doubt about it. The number one team we're both in lockstep here is the St. Louis Cardinals. They make a major upgrade on their team. They re-sign Yadier Molina, and obviously the major upgrade was Nolan Arenado to add to that lineup with Goldschmidt already in it. That is a powerful team, and their lineup is pretty strong top to bottom. Carlson is a top three rookie of the year candidate this year. As an outfielder, I think he'll play a little more of the corner outfields because they have Bader, and their pitching staff's really good. they got to figure out what they have in Carlos Martinez. Before Tommy John, he was a starting pitcher, and I believe he made an all-star team. And after, now they got him stuck in the bullpen. He's got a high ERA. I think he's more built to be a starter. But another guy coming back from Tommy John surgery. I checked his Instagram right before I redid this podcast. He's throwing an easy 103, Jordan Hicks. Um <laughs> This team just has the most talent by far. It's not even close. Andrew man. Miller, I didn't even mention him. Yep, you got Andrew Miller. They also brought back um, Wayne, Wayne Wright, Wright on a one-year deal. So, yeah, they're from pitching to lineup depth, lineup power, anytime you add one of the premier players in the game, I mean, those corner infield positions now anchored by Goldie and, and Arenado. I mean, that's stupid good. Gold this is just a really perennial yeah. all-stars. I do think Arenado's numbers may dip a tad just because he's not in Colorado, but he's still a top three player at his position in baseball, maybe top five. Yeah, his power numbers might drop to, what, 31, 32 home runs, and he'll, he'll still hit you 320. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it, um, and I think their pen by the end of the year is going to fall into place. Um, 
So uh, let's recap real quick our NL East and our our, uh, NL Central because we didn't do it. I have the Marlins at 5, Philly at 4, the Nats at 3, the Braves at 2, and the Mets at 1, winning the division. Yep, I go Marlins, Phillies, Mets at 3, Nats 2, Braves 1. Then for the NL Central, I have Pittsburgh 5, Cubs 4, Brewers 3. You can flip-flop those if you want to, if it makes anybody feel any better that's listening. Reds 2 and Cardinals 1. Well, yeah, I hope it makes them feel good because that's exactly what they'll do with my list. (laughs) All right. Moving on to the NL West. This is a fun top of the division, let me tell you. Coming in number 5, you could flip-flop any of the bottom three teams here, but I have the Colorado Rockies. I mean, honestly, I went up and down their roster and tried to look for a, a pitcher I liked. And I think they had maybe one. And when you're playing in Colorado where you need ground ball pitchers, but just pitchers that can actually play in general, that's not good. And aside from Trevor Story and an aging Blackman, they really don't have much. Herman Marquez is the only legitimate starter and legitimate pitcher overall that they have. Um, yep. The Trevor Story is going to get traded. Um, I cannot see a way in which they this lose team's, This nothing. team's, like, if they if this team was more publicized, we'd be talking about a massive dumpster fire. They are a dumpster fire, for sure. I, and and the fact that they lost Arenado after extending him, they really, okay, fine, you can talk about the prospects they got back. It, it wasn't anything great. And you traded a top five player in baseball, top six position player in baseball. Um, that's trash. Trevor Story's going to get moved because they're not going to re-sign him, and he'll walk for nothing. So they're going to have to pay. You're going to have to sell him off for pennies on the dollar. No, maybe not this year, agent. but he will get moved. No, he's a free agent at the end of this year, dude. Oh shit! So maybe the Yankees will get him. <laughs> there's a chance. I mean, it's there's going to be bidding for him. Let's put it that way. And they're going to Yankees try got to the players. Him. Yeah, they do, and they like <laughs> Colorado players. Let's reunite Story with DJ. Um, but yeah, man, it's a uh, it's definitely it's a dumpster fire, and they're the worst team in that division for me too. All right, well, we're doing the MLB pod, and we're actually flying through this pretty quickly. Um, let's talk a little turkey here. Let's talk a little trade. What do you think gets the deal done? Do we throw? I'd like to keep Glaber and stick him at third base. Is that crazy by me? Do we do an Andahar, a pitcher that's very young? I, I don't know. Give me a name. Uh, a Gio Urshela and a Mike Talkman for uh, for a Trevor Story. Yeah, what, call it in right now. If you're getting Trevor Story, unless you're bidding against somebody else, you can pretty much name your price for Colorado. It, it you don't have to give up Glaber because you, you will have to give up Gio, and you slide DJ over third. You get DJ with Story, and Glaber goes back to second, and Glaber uh, goes back to second. But, um, that's the hottest thing I've heard in a long time. I'm sweating. Well, that's good. I hope you keep your pants on at least a little bit longer. But, yeah, so you go with Gio. You're probably going to have to trade both Clark, Schmidt, and Debbie um, in addition to – I don't know if an Andujar has to get moved, but you're probably looking at, honestly, definitely a Talkman and probably a Floreal and maybe an Albreu. It, it would take – Didn't they uh, have Talkman? They did, yeah. They traded him for nothing too. Another great move by them. But yeah, it would take a, it would take a shit ton to to pry him away. But the Yankees have the capital. Maybe that's why they're not selling these guys off. Well, you can always dream. Um, moving on to uh, my number four team. Was that your number five team as well? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. My number four team is the San Francisco Giants. Um, is that for you as well? No, I actually have the D-backs fourth, especially after their best pitcher broke his forearm swinging a bat. Was that Baumgartner? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're um... – their young pitcher his name's escaping me right now but he was supposed to have a breakout year this year and he was swinging a bat in a game in spring training got hurt oh zach gallon that's it yep. oh yeah i have him on my fantasy team of course um nice yeah i i have the giants fourth here i guess we'll jump in and talk about them just they just aside from yastrzemski who's a good young player they they really genuinely do nothing for me. They they might honestly, dude. I'm looking at their roster right now. They might have the oldest roster in baseball. They do have the oldest roster in baseball, and they can't trade a lot of those guys because no. nobody wants them. Well, I mean, no offense, Evan Longoria, Buster Posey. Buster Posey is like a two time MVP, great player, but and Brandon Belt just never came into what he was supposed to be. This team just has nothing that I want, and that's why I no. have him fourth. That's fair. I mean, I, I don't think the Diamondbacks have a tremendous amount either, and you can flip-flop them. I'm not going to really fight you for either of those teams because I don't think any of them are particularly good. We'll I think the D-backs to to are the just a two. little bit better. I think they have a little more talent. Bumgarner still got a little bit left in the tank, and Ketel Marte is a better player than anybody on the Giants. Sure. I, I just I like the Giants' culture. They, they're, they're kind of a team that always kind of figures shit out. Um, but would I be surprised if they if the Diamondbacks had a better record than them? No, I don't. Like I said, I don't think either of those teams are particularly good. They're just both better than the Rockies. Absolutely. All right, that knocks out our number four and number three teams. Number two, I think this team could probably win most divisions in baseball. Unfortunately, they are in the NL West, and that is the San Diego Padres. By far, the most fun team in baseball, in my opinion, my humble opinion. It, I don't know if you it's agree. not even it's not even close. I mean, they I'm, absolutely are, dude. I'm looking at their pitching, and we'll go through their lineup after. But their pitching alone, they have. I mean, obviously, they went out. They made the huge two deals for Blake Snell, who's going to be their ace, and Hugh Darvish. And then last year, they made a deal for Clevenger, who's coming back probably mid-season, who was playing like an all-star. I think before. he's going to miss the whole season, man. All right, well, whatever, next year, yeah. fuck it. I mean, yeah. still, he's he was playing like an all-star before he went, out, he went down with Tommy John surgery. That's not even mentioning their own pitchers, uh, who, I mean, Mackenzie Gore is going to be up here at some point. I think he'd be an easy rookie of the year candidate if they didn't already have enough pitching for it. They went out and got Musgrove as well, and they have Lamette and their young guy who was supposed to be their stud prospect, who still is a great young pitcher in Paddock. Well, they need Paddock to turn it around because after a promising start to 2019, he didn't finish that season off particularly well, and he was he just bad down, last actually. year. Yeah, he was just bad last year. So they need him to come back if they're really going to – achieve what they hope to achieve but just to start that rotation with snell darvish and musgrove musgrove was low-key really good in pittsburgh Radio and i always it. and i always liked him in houston he was part of the garrett cole trade um this team is going to pitch really well and offensively they are a show if you have them if you have uh any mlb.tv extra innings whatever the hell you subscribe to Every late-night game, you're turning on the fucking Padres. It's must-watch. Absolutely. They have top five players at shortstop and third base. The new face of baseball, Fernando Tatis Jr., is their shortstop. 
they also have uh, Trent Grisham, who was a hell of a lot of fun last year. Drops absolute tanks. And Will Myers, I think, is gonna have, think is gonna have a big year. This team is loaded. Manny Machado coming off well, two yeah. awesome years there. I mean, yep. I me- like I mentioned, he's a yeah. top five player at the position. Yeah. I just wanted to say his name. Um, Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, but talk about that, loaded. But, oh yeah, and, and let's not forget Hosmer too. At first base, still a really high, still a really high productive player. So um, yeah, this team's loaded. They're they're going to be so fun to watch. And like you said, if it was if they played in any other division, maybe aside from the AL East. Uh, they would win their division outright. But the L.A. Dodgers, finally, we can Speaking say this, defending world champs, the defending world champs, L.A. Dodgers, are number one in the NL West. Absolutely, and I believe I came on this podcast last year during our MLB preview. I think I picked them to win the World Series. Um, and I said they're an all-star team. Well, they're even better this year. They are. It's only the Dodgers that can go out after winning the World Series with a great collection of veterans, high-profiled veterans, all-stars, plus young players that continue to come through the pipeline. Oh, and yeah, you can go get the form, the reigning NL Cy Young Award winner in Trevor Bauer. Absolutely. I mean, they're, look at their one through four, one through five right now. You have, well, just out of respect, I'm going to say Kershaw number one, although it's probably Bueller. Then Bueller, then Bauer, then Price is coming back. And you have a, a mixture of Dustin May, who may be a future Cy Young Award winner, and Julio Uranus. I like to call him Uranus. I think <laughs> oh, it's I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's hilarious. Um, coming Keep out coming. as a sixth starter. And then their lineup is just insane. Do I really have to go up and down? And it makes me sick to my stomach. You've got... Probably, honestly, I would say two major MVP candidates and a massive sleeper in Corey Seager, who is going to have a major year this year. Mark my words. Well, he won World Series MVP, so yep. there's no reason to think that he wouldn't. They bring back Justin Will Smith, Turner. Will Smith's going to make a bunch of all-star teams. A catcher, not our Will Smith, but another one. And yeah. not the Will Smith, just another Will Smith. Gavin Lux, another guy who was the number one overall prospect in baseball, a guy who I think can make a bunch of all-star teams. i got a couple of his rookie cards, so please make a Hey-o. couple. Um, this team is just flat-out loaded. Their pen is deep, everything. And they have A.J. Pollock, I forgot. That guy was in the MVP conversation three years ago. Yep, they traded away Kike Hernandez. And um, Muncy? Oh, my God, I forgot about Muncy, yeah, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mookie Bellinger, it's stupid. This team is stupid, and I, I'm so happy that the Padres went out and stole the winter headlines, and they are going to be fucking awesome. And both of these teams will feast on this poor division. But the L.A. Dodgers, they're the same team as last year, except some of their young players are even older now and better. And you got Trevor Bauer, who went to a great place for him because he doesn't have to be the ace, and he's going to win what would you say, 17, 18 games this year? Absolutely, especially if he keeps putting that sticky substance, whatever it is that he keeps saying uh, uh, um, on his glove. Tommy Canely, my girlfriend's favorite nickname. Michaela is her name. I have to say her name now. Uh, Tommy Tightpants, she likes to call him. Um, he's on this team as well, so congrats to him on the uh, 2021 World Series. Yeah, he won't pitch at all this year because of Tommy John, but they, they kind of did those deals that the Yankees do where they sign these guys to two-year deals knowing that they won't pitch the first year, but you get them the second year. Uh, but he'll get a ring if they win again. So uh, congrats to him. Uh, this team is fucking filthy and also must watch TV. 
Absolutely. So let's recap it real quick before we jump into our off for the offseason awards or the end of season awards as well as the playoffs. Five Rockies for me, four Giants flip flopping them for you, correct? Uh-huh. We're flip flopping the D backs actually. So I have the D backs three of them four. Then we both have the Padres two. We both have the Dodgers number one. Let's talk about the playoffs, my friend. Well, who are you putting in for your wild cards, your two wild cards this year? I have Atlanta at the five seed, and I have, just because they're in a tougher division, and I have San Diego as the four seed. Yeah, I'm going San Diego and Washington. Okay. Three, I have the Cardinals. Two, I have the Mets. And by far, head and shoulders, full bodies above, I have the Los Angeles Dodgers. Who do you see in your Who do you see in your NLCS? I have the Los Angeles Dodgers returning against the New York Mets. <laughs> oh shit! He did it. He did it. And as everyone in the world could have guessed, I have the Dodgers advancing. You thought I was going to say Mets for a second there, but I have the Dodgers advancing to the World Series. Well, I didn't because you said earlier you don't. I said them. they weren't going to win. I kept that's it hanging. True. I kept it that's hanging. That's true. That's Mets will true. lose. Mets will probably get swept. But hey, they're going to make it there. Cohen's going to be going nuts. Bring back the black jerseys, baby. There you go. Tom fanboying out for the Mets. <laughs> um, I got Dodgers Braves, and for the second year in a row, I think the Braves are going to come just a little bit short. Let's not forget that the Braves had them. They were up three two last year and were. Forced them to a game seven, but the Dodgers were the better team. I think we're going to get a repeat of that this year. Just at least it'll be between their two stadiums and not in a bubble stadium. Um, The Braves are knocking on the door, man. I think they're so fucking close, but the Dodgers are the Dodgers, and they're going to do it again. Couldn't agree with you more. They're on their way to the World Series. Manager of the year, who do you have? Well, I mean, I think if you're you're going to win – and probably have the best record. I'm going to have to continue to go Dave Roberts. I mean, Did he there's no real year? reason. Yeah, so there's real no reason to say that he that he wouldn't. Um, so I'm going to go Dave Roberts because he's managing the best team in the in baseball. I'm going to go Luis Rojas. If the Mets oh. go to the World Series, in my eyes, I think he deserves to win Manager of the Year. Yeah, well, for sure. If they if they do that, um, how, who do you like coming as the MVP in the NL? I'd like to go Rookie of the Year and keep the MVP for last. Okay, let's do that. Uh, Cabrian Hayes. Ah, you and I are right there. I mean, it's it's the logical pick. Uh, I mean, a lot of these rookies are on better teams. They're not going to get enough playing time for them to really be able to to compile the numbers, whether it be pitching or behind the dish, or or at the dish. Excuse me to to compile numbers. This guy's going to play all year. They they don't have any other reason not to play him. So I think he's going to put up really good numbers, and I think he's going to play enough to win it. I don't need to waste any time. I agree with everything that you said about him. So, yeah, Cabrian Hayes for me, too. Your Cy Young Award winner. I'm going to throw this one. This is totally out there. And um, I don't know if you had him even in your mind, but I'm going to say you, Darvish. Mm, I think he's going to be fucking awesome in San Diego. He pitched so well for the Cubbies last year. I know uh, it was after a couple injury filled seasons and some disappointment with that contract that he got from from the uh, from the Cubs. But I think him going out there, pitching in some huge ass ballparks, and having a great defense behind him, and not having to be the guy, having Blake Snell already there, 
uh, in addition to some of the other guys you mentioned. I think he's going to have a tremendous year, and it's a little outside the box, but I, I think Darvish is going to have an unbelievable year this year for the Padres. I do like that pick. Uh, for me, I'm going Walker Bueller. That's a fair one. I think this is his year. Um, I think MVP, it's tough when you're on a stack team because you guys tend to cancel each other out. Cy Young, it usually goes to the pitcher that has the absolute best year, and they're pitching on an individual day, so it's a little different when it comes to that. I think you could have the best pitchers in the world. If you're the best one, you're going to win it. Give it to Walker Bueller. I think it's his time to take the reins. That's a really good pick, and I think it is. And he's gonna he's gonna be the ace of that staff. I think he already is, but he's gonna be the surefire ace of that staff come postseason time. Absolutely. All right, MVP, give it to me. Juan Soto. Nice. I I I fought with Soto, but it doesn't really match up with my picks. If they don't make the playoffs, although Trout wins every single year, and they have not made a playoff run, maybe it'll be I was just gonna say that doesn't <laughs> this mean year. Shit. I have the polar bear, Pete Alonso. Nice. I think he's going to hit 70 bombs this year. 70 bombs even with the detonate ball that they're talking no, about. No, I'm not saying 70. I think he's going <laughs> to hit I think he's going to hit over 40 homers this year. A detonated ball does not matter for him though. No, I'm with you. There's different these guys are different. And I think uh, he's going to get pick. that batting over average up as well and he's a slick fielder so I, I think I think him and Lindor may compete with each other for it, but I think his gaudy numbers are just going to take him over the top. I kind of wanted to put Lindor there too, um, because whether he gets an extension or not, he's going to be he will trying get to validate an that contract. I think he will. I, I just meant like you know right now, but he's yeah he's going to be an unbelievable catalyst for one of the best offensive teams in baseball in the New York Mets. But I don't know, Juan Soto's just a different guy, dude. I think, I think oh, he's yeah. going to have a year where he hits something like 325, 330, and hits 45 bucks. Hey, Jesus, that would be incredible. And I think Lindor absolutely gets that deal. I think he'll be with my Mets for a long time. <laughs> Your Mets, that's cute. But yeah, <laughs> all right. So um, we have our representatives coming out of the NL. Um, let's move over to the AL side. Absolutely. Um, we're going to do the same thing. AL, AL uh, the East Coast to the West Coast with the Central tucked in the middle. Um, obviously starting with the AL East. Sean, I'm going to guess we're on the same page here. Um, Baltimore Orioles at number five. Rebuilding team. They have some nice pieces. I think they're better than some of the other worst teams in divisions, but they are still the worst team in this division. Absolutely. Um, number four, the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, I'm with you on them. Um, I like, honestly, I, I like a lot of what they did this offseason. I do too. Fair. But I mean, you know I know what they didn't do. going to be good for them. You know what they didn't do is get a single pitcher. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. And, and they're going to hope that some of those other guys are pitch a little bit better than they did last year, although I think it's still going to be batting practice, with especially facing some of the teams in this division. But I do like Ottavino for them. I would not be surprised if he ends up their closer and he's you know, and he has a really good year. He just needed to get out of New York, especially the pinstripes. Um, they made some low-key nice moves. I know JBJ left, but Kike Hernandez is a good player. Um, Dahlback is somebody that a lot of people think is going to have a good year over at first. They brought Moreland back. Um, Moreland's on I, Oakland, isn't he? No, the Red Sox re-signed him this year. Are you in sure? In the offseason. Almost positive, man. I was checking rosters. I don't know. 
check it. I, I think they brought him back. But in any in any light, Dobak's going to be the primary first baseman. You He's still in got Minnesota. Morwin's in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I really thought I saw something about him coming back to Boston. But anyway, Dobak's going to play first. Yeah, he, he's going to be a good player. They also got Hunter Renfro for some righty pop. Um, nice low-key moves, but this team still isn't good. What else? Do you have anything else to add there? No, I, I think this takedown, I, I think this roster deconstruction continues, though. So think, who's next? With Benintendi got traded, too. Yeah, I think... I mean, unless they have Bogarts locked up long-term, he may be the next guy, and they may just have Devers and uh, Dahlback as their future, and Verdugo. Yeah, and Verdugo. Um, I like what I saw from Verdugo last year, honestly. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's always going to have a tough a tough stain just because of who he who he was involved. Who They they got him and Jeter Downs, right? Him and Jeter Downs, who you might also look to see this year. Well, that's why I'm talking them. about them trading Bogarts. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, look who they traded to get those guys. The, the greatest outfielder since probably... Ted Williams, and I know we have this debate all the time, but, I mean, he's better than Yaz, let's face it. Yeah, we don't have to have that conversation again. Um, he, he's, you gave up a generational homegrown player. Yep. It's For a shame. money. It's a shame. Um, all right. Nathan Navaldi named their opening day starter, by the way. Because <laughs> Chris Nate. Sale's still a nasty name. And Chris Sale is beyond toast, by the way. Yep. All right. Moving on to the next team for me. Unfortunately, I, I know they make their they made their fairy tale run to the World Series last year. I just don't think they have enough, and that is the Tampa Bay Rays. Whoa! Listen, I like Wander Franco, another Rookie of the Year candidate. Randy Rosarita is a is a is eligible. Is he suspended? I don't remember, um, but he is also eligible for Rookie of the Year. Um, they obviously have a great bullpen as they always do, but behind glass now, I mean, they took a lot of flyers. They brought back Chris Archer. They brought in Michael Waka, who had a lot of potential in uh, St. Louis, but then he bounced around, went to the Mets, a few other teams, hasn't been able to figure it out. I just do not think that they have the pitching in order to hold up, especially in this division. And I mean, you give up your best pitcher, you give up a couple other players. I don't know how you're going to do. I don't like the vibe coming out of Tampa after trading Snell, after the absolute mind-boggling decision, terrible decision made in the World Series last year. But this team is still really good, and I you just cannot count them out because they're smarter than everybody else, and they always are. They're going to have enough pitching. Nick Anderson's injury really hurts them, but he'll be back by the All-Star break. Um, I still think that this team is, is really good. I, I can't put the Blue Jays number two, though, because you're they're pitching. You want to talk about bad. I mean, it's horrible. Kirby Yates is out for the year yeah. with Tommy John. He was supposed to be their closer. Robbie Ray, Hyungjin Ryu, they got Steven Matz off the scrap heap from your New York Mets. Nate Pearson's hurt. Anthony Kay's not really good. They don't know what he is. The pitching on this team fucking blows. Now, you can say about the Blue Jays, they could do kind of like what the Twins do, where they'll pitch – halfway adequate but they're going to score so many runs that they're going to just bludgeon teams and and inferior pitching to death which very well could happen because you want to talk about a lineup i'll let you talk about their lineup but their pitching fucking sucks so i have them three in tampa too you're absolutely right they have terrible pitching uh pearson should be back within uh he's about to start 
throwing off a mound, so that's good. I mean, we know what that means. Two more months. But, I mean, Chatwood's an okay pitcher, but to go into their lineup, and this is why I have them second, I just think they're going to outmatch teams. I love the Simeon and the Springer additions. I think that makes this team just a superior team to the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, Ambigio's back from his injury. This lineup, top to bottom, is top five. Top five lineup in baseball. Biggio might not even start, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, and he's he was a top prospect in baseball. I, I think, well, and that's not start. even a knock on him. I think you got to start Biggio. I mean, but where does he play? You got Teoscar Hernandez. You've got Lourdes Gurriel. I mean, Randall Grichik's probably not even going to start, and he starts on most teams. You got uh, Rowdy Telez at first base, who's a legitimate lefty power hitter who also hits for average. You got Alejandro Kirk, who's one of the top catching prospects. We saw a little of him last year. Yeah. Uh, B- Bichette, Semyon, uh, Vladdy. Uh, where, where is Bichio starting? The only place you could really see him starting is at third base if that guy Rowdy doesn't play that well and you slide Vladimir Guerrero Jr. over to first base. Because you're right. going to, Simeon was a top two MVP candidate two years ago. You're going to start him at second base. You're yeah, obviously going to start, yes, and you're going to start Springer in either center or right field, and you're going to start Hernandez in the in the other position. So, I mean, it, it's tough, but Biggio's, Biggio has to play. Or He'll you play. Tra- or you trade him for a pitcher. They could do that. I, I think he's going to play a lot, and they're going to use matchups, um, you know, Hernandez and Gurriel aren't the greatest outfielders, but they mash. Um, you'll play him on the days you want to give Vladdy a half day off. Same same with Bichette. That's the nice thing about Biggio is he can kind of play pretty much anywhere. But the um, dude can hit. He needs to play. I think he will play. I think he's going to play four days a week. I, he's just going to bounce all over the place. Yeah, I think he needs to be established at a position. But for now, yes. It, it, they're loaded, man. Offensively, this is one of the this is one of the most dynamic and powerful hitting teams in all of baseball. No doubt about it. Number one team. It, I'm uh, listen. I'm. I wrote down my first thing in the notes. Must win year. World Series or bust. Going to the World Series or bust. With the Dodgers being so good, I can't. I can't say the Yankees have to win the World Series, but they have to get there this year. You're not going to hear an argument from me, especially with how Tampa Tampa lost a lot and they were their no, real number one competition. You look around the rest of the AL, and I don't want to bury the lead, so we'll talk about all those teams later. I just don't see a real legitimate contender. I see other good teams that could maybe give them a tough time, but I don't see another team on this Yankees level. I mean, they're dealing with a couple injuries. The Britain injury Oh, sucks. really? What else is now? Yeah, right? Health, health, out. health. That was another and note for me. Out. But the thing about this fucking team, and we have to learn from 2019, and we even have to learn from last year, it, it never matters because of that depth that we talk about and how good they are. I mean, they will figure out ways to win, and they have Garrett Cole. They brought back DJ. I, I'll let you talk about the question marks of Kluber and Tyon, but I really like the projections of those guys. No, I don't have, have to talk really about it. I'm on sprints. the same page. I. I yeah. love their projections. It's just a matter of staying healthy. Kluber's had trouble staying healthy the past few years of his career. And, and Tyon, obviously, is coming off Tommy John. Domingo Herman is back from his suspension. He's, He's going to have a great year. I think so, too. He was so good in 19. You've got the depth of Debbie. Um, 
the, the bullpen will be fine. They'll weather the storm. I really do like that low-key Darren O'Day signing. We liked it at the time. I mean, it's it's health, 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 especially once you get to the playoffs. But in the regular season, this team is fucking awesome. They should win 100 games if healthy, and it's not even close. Absolutely. So let's give a quick recap. Five, I have the O's. Four, I have the Red Sox. Three, I have Tampa. Two, I have Toronto. And one, I have the Yankees. Flip-flop, Rays in Toronto for me, and the rest were together. All right, you ready to move on? Yeah. Absolutely. Let's move on to the AL Central Division, one of the weaker divisions in baseball. Um, number five for me, I have the Kansas City Royals. Mm. Okay, I have them fourth. I have the Tigers fifth, but... I'm not really going to argue with you about that. I think the Tigers just have a little more pitching, some better prospects coming up. Obviously, they have Casey Mize. Um, they have another pitcher and that has... And Turnbull got the rotation nod, too. Yes. Um, and they have a few more position players. I would love to see them trade Boyd. Um, maybe the Yankees. Um, I know he had a down no. year last year. <laughs> what? He hasn't been good for the last few years. Dude. He was great two years ago. We were begging he for get- him. You were. I was. I was not. I don't like the fact of how many home runs and walks he gives up. It's. It's not great. Oh, get him with our. Get him with our fucking actual rocket scientist, not a Texas rocket scientist. Fucking <laughs> pitching coach. He will be fine. I promise you. Texas that. rocket scientist. I don't know why you gotta throw Texas in there. He well, pitches in Detroit. I said it at the end of the pod. The last pod, we said know. bunch of rocket scientists down there not wearing their mask. And uh, well, I guess we're talking about Detroit now. Who's my number four team? Is this Fulmer's comeback year? You know he's been my guy forever. Yeah, he has been. I don't know. He's in a rough spot right now, dude. But uh, you got to hope he is if he's your guy, right? Absolutely. And to mention the Royals for quickly, I, I don't really – they re-signed Salvador Perez. They got Benintende, who's – you know, he's he was damn near terrible for the Red Sox last year. Um, but obviously we can't – we'll chalk it up to a COVID year, bad year. Um, do they have any good prospects coming up? I don't know. Bobby Witt Jr.'s coming up, and they've also got... Um, Witt Merrifield. Witt Merrifield. So, yeah, again, we we will just have these little conversations back and forth, but neither of us are going to arm wrestle for these because they're both teams that won't matter. Absolutely. Number three, I have the Minnesota Twins. Okay, I have the Indians. Uh, I think Cleveland is... I think, honestly, the trade that they made with the Mets, I don't think they got nearly enough for um, for Lindor, given his talent. But I really like Rosario and the other... I believe they got another shortstop prospect for him. But Jimenez. He's a, little, he's a little further away. Um, they got Jimenez, who played second base a lot for the Mets last year. No, didn't they get another shortstop, or did they get a pitcher? I can't remember. Um, well, well, Jimenez was the better shortstop prospect for the Mets, but he was playing second because they had Rosario. So they got both those guys. I still think this team's good enough in to, to finish second place. The Twins, for me, I mean, I, listen, I, I know they have some talent, but they just they didn't do anything to, to get me excited. And the Nelly Cruz train is eventually going to stop, right? <laughs> I don't know. He fucking still hits absolute bombs. I, I, don't, I, know, I don't know. I know. And, and honestly, their pitching staff worries me as well. Their pitching staff worries me, but that only comes into postseason time. This team's going to hit 
really well. I don't think the Indians will. I don't think the Indians lineup is particularly good. And then if they had 162 game season last year, they're not a playoff team. I know Shane Bieber's great. I know he's going to be really good. They traded uh, Plutko to Baltimore yesterday. Shane Bieber's great. Keep an eye on their uh, on their young prospect pitcher as well, McKenzie. I think he's going to be in the running for rookie of the year. Zach Plesac as well. I I just like this team better, especially with Jose Ramirez coming back. I think he's going to have a really good year. I think he is too. And I by the way, think... you know who they stole from your Minnesota Twins? Eddie exactly. Rosario. They did, but I don't think they stole. The The Twins just straight up decided they didn't want him anymore. They didn't even offer him a contract. So I don't know why. He's great. He's not. He's okay now. He had a couple really nice years. Um the team I just don't think is really going to hit all that much. They they didn't hit much last year, and we saw once they got into the postseason, they really couldn't hit much. And the Yankees, you know, swept them away fast. They have they'll always pitch. They'll always pitch. McKenzie's an exciting prospect. I just look at teams in the regular season, and I'm like, can I see you winning a bunch of ten, five, ten, six games? I don't think the Indians can. I know the Twins can because they've been doing it for the last few years. Let's not forget the Twins suck in the playoffs. They're always a good regular season team. They've won the division outright the last few years. We'll see. I just don't really like them this year, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I don't know if you have them as a playoff team anyways. We'll have to see later. The number one team, we're both agreeing upon it. This team is absolutely stacked. Probably the th- – honestly, if I were to put – most talent in baseball, I would probably rank it one Dodgers, two Yankees, three Padres, four White Sox, and maybe five Mets. You're not you're not putting the Braves in there? No. Oh wow. The okay. Braves uh, the Braves absolutely fall off a cliff with their lineup. Okay. Um the White Sox to me are they're their time is now as far as being the next team that peaks. Now, the Eloy Jimenez injury fucking blows. He has a, know, he's but... out five to six months with a ruptured pectoral tendon, and that is nasty. Yeah, but and that I one's, that one's like a fine. whole year injury for him to come back to be what he was. But to be honest, I think they're going to be just fine. I mean, like, obviously they're not going to be as good as if they had him, but you look at this team, and, I mean, Adam Eaton will slide right in there. This team is loaded. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they went and got rid. They didn't even. I don't even think they offered James McCann, who made an All Star team two years ago, a contract because they have Grandal. I mean, their their lineup, top to bottom, even without Jimenez, is amazing. Luis Robert is the next Mike Trout, um, and that's wild for me to say, but that's yeah. that's the way I feel about it. Um, and their pitching is is very good as well. Yeah, Kopech is back this year. You got Giolito, who's a top end rotation guy. They brought back Rondon. Keichel. Um, and they have Keichel. And they brought in Liam Hendricks to be their closer, who had an unbelievable year last year with Oakland. So this team is poised to take over this division for the next several years. And there is no reason to me, unless something really bad happens health wise or a couple of these young players. Luis Robert, in particular, just does not play well. Um, I find it hard to believe that they don't kind of cakewalk through this division. They're going to be dynamic, too. I mean, I know they play in a ballpark that's really not all that cool. 
uh, and it feels like it's foggy and kind of dense out there every single game. Um, but you should watch White Sox games because they're going to fucking hit bombs and they're going to pitch well and they got some good personalities and they got a taste of the postseason last year. Couldn't agree more. Number five, I got the Royals. Number four, I got the Tigers. Number three, I have the Twins. Number two, I have Cleveland. Number one, I have the White Sox. Tigers five, Royals four, Indians three, Twins two, White Sox one for me. All right, let's move on to another top-heavy division, in my opinion, the AL West. Number five, I have the Mariners, and this team might be the worst team in baseball. They're in the discussion, <laughs> for sure. I Kyle have Lewis, five too. Kyle Lewis can name any other. Kyle Lewis and uh, Corey Seager's brother. That's all I can really think of for this team. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Seager. Um, hey, uh, we'll tell you this. They but, brought back Paxton, and Paxton had nine Ks in like four innings yesterday. So, so he might, win, if he pitches great, they might it, win. A, a, they might win his games. They might win his games. Yeah. Um, Watch for Jared Kalinick um, when he comes up. The guy that they, the Mets pissed away for. Uh, Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz. And so by the way, I have uh, I have him. I have Diaz having a big year this year. By the way, obviously I would hope so. I would um, hope so. I own a couple Kyle Lewis rookies as well, so uh, I know he won. I think he won Rookie of the Year last year. It was close. He did, yeah. Now so. Let's let's have another big year. Number four, I have Texas. Um, I just don't think they have enough talent. I'm right there with you. Uh, you don't have to think that hard. They don't. It'll be interesting to see. Obviously, we didn't really get to take in fully their ballpark last year, so I'm going to be interested to see it this year, especially because we've already talked about it a bunch on this pod. Texas is wide open, so it'll be max capacity down in Arlington. It's fucking insane that that's a, that that's an actual legitimate quote that you made. Um, yes, uh, we did get to see it pretty decently though, because um, they hosted the NLCS and the True. World Series. Um, so we got a lot of we got a lot of scenes of the indoor. Um, the outdoor looks like a giant Costco, but um, it's they at least don't have to worry about baking their players to death and they can play day games in the summer now with the retractable roof. But um, yeah, I'm with you, man. They're not, they're not a great, they're not a great team, but they're better than the Mariners. Yeah. Joey Gallo, maybe he'll hit 40 this year. Number three, I have Oakland. Um, I just think it's going to be a down year for them. They lost their, their, they lost a couple of really good players. They obviously lost Simeon to the, to Toronto. And we just talked about their, their lights out closer Hendricks. Well, this is probably our biggest disagreement. Um, I have the A's winning this division, but I'll talk about them when we talk about who your number one team is. Uh, I have the Angels at three. I still don't think this team is very good. They made a couple of moves that the names might sound better than they actually are. They got Raciel Iglesias. They got Jose Iglesias. Um, They brought in a couple of pitchers that still, to me, Alex Cobb, I'm like, Alex Cobb, really? Like, I, I just look up and down this team now. If Otani does what Otani can do from both both parts of his game, and Joe Adele takes that next step, maybe. But I, I still don't think that they're that good of a team. That's why the Angels are my number one team. I think all of those oh. things are going to happen. David Fletcher is a good player. Hits for a high average. They went out and got Jose Quintana. Maybe he can turn it around. You out like there. him so much more than I do. I do. I do. I don't know. Maybe I got to think for lefties. Um, 
listen, Jose Iglesias, he's basically just a shorter version of Andleton Simmons. Let's be honest here. I mean, Andleton Simmons has a little more pop, but they're both just slick defending shortstops. I like the move for Dexter Fowler, but I think Rendon, Trout, and Otani are really going to dominate this year. And I like the Iglesias move. I don't know why you. I don't know why you're hating on it. I'm not hating on it. I just don't think it's a difference maker. Um, Griffin Channing is going to have a year, and as well as Andrew Haney, who is somehow in the Cy Young conversation. Very high odds, what? but his name was on the board. Wow. I mean, it's who might argue with Vegas, but shit. Uh, definitely would not have put that on there. But, yeah, I mean, obviously you got Rondon and Trout. Right. I mean, those those guys are going to do what they're going to do. And you need to really hope that the other guys stay healthy and reach their potential. Um, I don't know. This team to me still is pretty underwhelming. Um, You have them winning the division. I have them third. So that's kind of a big discrepancy. I get what you said about the A's, though. I mean, losing Semyon, losing Hendricks. But they're still really good. I mean, with Olsen and Chapman at, at the corner infield. I agree with that positions uh, i i think that this is still a really good team and they've been knocking on the door and let's be honest i don't think either of us are picking maybe you are i'm not picking any team from the al west to represent the al in the world series um i'm not gonna say anything we both have the astros number two then yes we do um listen i know they lost george springer but I don't think that, especially because they had COVID as a beautiful cover-up for all the cheating, I don't think that, um, what's his face? I, I Why can't I think of Jose Altuve or Bregman or anybody is going to have the year that they had last year? I think they can only be better. Well, I mean, they both were great in the postseason. So no, I agree with you, but their yeah. regular season, they, weren't, they, they were subpar years for their standards. Eh, 60 games. It's it's hard, but exactly. you're right. I mean, if you just go off of the the stats that we have from 60 game season last year, they did not produce the way that they are used to producing. But I think the George Springer departure is really rough for them because he he got that team started. Oh, he was a catalyst. That's why I have them as second and not. If he was still on this team, I'd probably have them winning the division. Yeah, you can. Um, you, you definitely can do that if he was still there. You've got, obviously, Correa, who's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. They're not close on their extension talks as far as most recently. Um, you know, you still got Gurriel, Altuve for sure, or Bregman. Jordano Alvarez coming back off injury. That'll be interesting. Their starting pitching is interesting. They just gave Lance McCullers Jr. a five-year deal. Um, Coming off surgery, he's had right? his Tommy John surgery. You've still got Granky uh, Verlander's out for the year. Um, you know they bring in Jake Odorizzi, who I thought was a pretty nice under the radar signing on a two year deal. I think it was maybe it was three, but um, but I think that they're they're going to be in that conversation. I don't think they have the highest ceiling, but they have by far you know, the highest floor in terms yep. of like, they're, they're not going to be, they're not going to be a bad team. They just may not be the best in that division. No, they'll always be a tough out as long as they have those top end guys. Fuck you, Alex Bregman. Fuck you, all of them. <laughs> uh, dummies for getting, for getting, uh, for getting caught. All right. You want to run, want to run it back? Um, quick on the division, five Mariners, four Texas, three Oakland, two Houston, one Angels. Yep, Mariners 5, Rangers 4, Angels 3, Astros 2, Athletics 1. 
All right, wild card and division winners. I have number five, Cleveland, number four, Houston, number three, Angels, number two, Yankees, number one, White Sox. And you have the White Sox being the number one team in the AL, huh? Yeah, and I'm just saying that because I think their division is going to be a, a little bit easier to compete in than in the Yankees. That's a really fair point by you, um, and I I would be hard pressed to to disagree with that. Although um, I don't have another team from the division making it to the playoffs, I think even aside from Baltimore, even the Red Sox are going to give you a bit of a game. So top to bottom, I think it's still a tough division. Okay, I, I'm actually I might surprise you here with my wild card picks. I'm actually picking Houston and Minnesota. I'm not mm. picking another AL East team. Um, even though I have the Rays finishing second and you have the Blue Jays finishing second, I still don't think any of those teams are going to be really good enough. And also in part because I look at the Astros, the rest of that division sucks outside of the A's in my opinion. And the Twins are a really good regular season team that's going to win a lot of games because of their offense. And the rest of that division sucks, like you said. All right. Um, who do you have in your ALCS? I have a Yankees A's ALCS with the Yankees winning. Okay, I have same as last year, Yankees, White Sox. Who's going to the World Series for you? I'm gonna stay I'm gonna take your line. Go to the World Series or bust. Yanks. Same page. Yankees for me as well. The Yankees will be playing the Los Angeles Dodgers. Alright, who's your manager of the year? Well, it's a tough one. Um because I think that a lot of these teams who are projected to be terrible uh, might overachieve, and obviously they're going to get it. But you know, Booney, I think I think it's time for Booney to get a to get a manager of the year. He hasn't gotten one yet. And like I used for the logic with Dave Roberts, if you're the best team in the league and you go to the World Series, you're going to have a really good shot. And I think this is Booney's year. There you go. I have Terry Francona just carrying this Cleveland team to the playoffs, and that alone should have him winning manager of the year. Yeah, sound logic. All right, rookie of the year for you. I'm taking Jared Kalinick out of Seattle. Hey, listen, they there's no reason for them not to pull him up, right? Yeah, he's not going to start, no kidding. Um, but by May 1st, this guy better be up. And he had a minor knee surgery uh, this offseason, but, I mean, do like what they did with Lewis. I mean, bring this guy up. There's the only reason to watch fucking Mariners games, and this guy's a fucking stud. Bring him up. No doubt about it in my mind. I, if he's not up, that'll be a travesty. I have Bobby Dahlback. Nice. Listen, I think this guy can hit 40 home runs this year. He's got I light tower power, as they say. Um, and I think if you hit 40 bombs, you're most likely going to win Rookie of the Year. I don't know if he's going to hit 40, but I think he might hit in the 30s, like legitimately. He's going to wear out that monster, huh? Absolutely. All right, who's your Cy Young Award winner? I'm going Lucas Giolito this year to win the Cy Young. Mm. I think he's ready to take already a really good leap that he's made and make it even better to make him one of the top two or three pitchers in the American League, and he's going to be the reason the White Sox are as good as they are. That's a win every fifth day. That's a good call. He was my number two, and I was fighting between who I picked and him to take it. I have Garrett Cole winning. Yeah. I just, it's a little hope. You know, I'm just praying. He's so fucking good. And, hey, I would hope to be wrong so Cole wins it. I think that would be really cool. By the way, did you see that, I think it was ESPN ranked the best players, and they ranked Cole one slot ahead of DeGrom. And as much as I love Cole, I just don't know how the fuck you can do that. 
DeGrom's the best pitcher in baseball. It's not even close. That was my thought. I mean, I guess their thinking is like Cole's just going to win more games or, or he's going to be – he's going to have a better whip or something but or a better war, but I don't know. Like, I love Garrett Cole, and it, I'd love to have either one, and I'm glad as a Yankee fan I have Cole, but DeGrom's the best. Yeah, DeGrom – I would take DeGrom over Cole. No offense. Cole, don't don't listen to this podcast. Don't listen to Who's the your, end. Don't listen to the end of it. Who's your MVP, man? Last year, Jose Abreu won. This year, the crowd is going back to the king, Mike Trout. Yeah. It's never a bad bet. No, and and if they make the playoffs this year, it'll finally get the monkey off his back. In my book, that's what's going to happen, and he's going to win MVP. I hate when people say that that's lazy. It's like, oh, okay, give me a better reason why Mike Trout shouldn't win it than he should win it, and I'll listen to you for five <laughs> seconds and realize you're wrong. I'm just going to go outside the box here. I'm going to go Matt Chapman. Okay. All right. Well, if you have them winning the division, why not? Okay. We did a full podcast, the moment everybody's been waiting for. Who do you have? We both have a Dodgers-Yankees World Series. Who is your World Series champ for 2021? The Dodgers finally got theirs last year, right? After a couple of cock teases and some really tough losses. Yeah. You know who's also had some cock teases and really tough losses? The New York Yankees. They're going to do a Dodgers this year, and they're finally going to win, and they're going to do it by beating the Dodgers. Wow. It's Yankees time, baby. 2009, it feels like 90 years ago. Give me a, ch- give me a title. Well, they're going to have to get moving and grooving on the trade market if they want to be able to truly compete with the Dodgers. So I hope that's what you're alluding to. I have the Los Angeles Dodgers winning and going back-to-back. It's a great bet. It's a great bet. They get some fresh blood in there with Bauer, a guy that wants to win. I think that's big, and I just don't think anybody can compete with this team, even the Yankees, um, unless they make some some moves. And listen, I, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know what huge moves they have to make. I think their biggest moves are getting Britain back 100% and Void 100%. I think they need another big-time starter. Look at go Compare starters. You want to compare starters again? No, we don't have to do that. <laughs> I just don't know who, A, who else is out there as a starter to Somebody get. will be made available at a trade deadline. And we also need to – I mean, listen, if Kluber is pitching like he did when he was winning Cy Youngs and Tyon – does his best Garrett Cole imitation and just absolutely takes that apex leap in his career, then they're, then they're fine. Especially you said Herman's going to have a great year. Maybe Debbie ends up pitching really well. This team, I mean, to say they can't compete. I mean, I think either way, this is a six or seven game series. However, we see it going. Yeah. I just, I can't see them beating the Dodgers right now. They could compete with the Dodgers. I should walk that back, but I don't think they could beat them. Yeah, you're not saying the Dodgers would sweep them in four. No, but I think the Dodgers have a – I mean, I want to say they have like a twinge better of a lineup and much better pitching. Listen, I'm not going to say anything bad about the Dodgers. I'm just saying I think the Yanks – I think the Yanks are better and then – I think they're just better than the way in which it's like, oh, well, because they have Garrett Cole and as good as Walker Buehler is and as good as – don't forget the Yankees own David Price – couple of those other pitchers, we, we Bauer has not always pitched well in big games. You can have Garrett Cole. Absolutely, but when you got – Walker Buehler is just so good. I mean, he Cole is, is better. Cole is better, but Walker Buehler is just so good. And then Walker Buehler and Cole go head-to-head in game one. 
you win that game, whatever. Who's your number two versus their number two? Well, again, you're going to have to see who's who's pitching the best down the stretch and injuries aside. This, the rosters are not going to be finished for both teams uh, today. You know, They're both going to make moves because they always do. They're both active on the deadline. No doubt about it, man, and I hope you're right. I really do because I'd love to see – I'd love to see a Yankees World Series before I die. I think you're going to be fine. It's not the Jets. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we did it, man. 2021 baseball preview. Done. Absolutely done. We put it on wax. We'll be able to laugh at a few predictions, maybe if the Mets are an absolute dumpster fire and Co- and they're just running it back like Cohen didn't even buy the team. <laughs> would, it, would it ever surprise you? If not at had? all. There you go. Not at all, but the Mets hat is in the mail. God it's coming for me. You. I'm just kidding. God. I'm just kidding. It's the black one, right? It's the black Mets hat? Oh, well, if you want to get me a Piazza jersey, I mean, that would be great. But I don't wear jerseys that I that I don't of teams that I don't root for. So I won't, won't be wearing a Mets jersey, but I will be rooting in Yankees gear. All right. That's, and, and for all, you know, I, I, I will never – openly root for the Mets, but it is good for New York. I know I'm in Texas, but I listen to New York sports talk still a lot, and um, it is great for everybody in the New York area if both teams are good and competing in the playoffs. Absolutely. Oregon is fucking me on the last leg of my um, of my parlay. That sucks. What can you do? Alright, that about wraps it up. We will be back next week. Uh, we'll be talking a little Masters. We'll be talking actual played baseball, which is exciting. NBA, college basketball, the whole slate. The whole slate. Happy opening day week, my friend. Yes, sir. Everybody enjoy the opening day and stay safe. Still wear your mask, please. <laughs>